Hey, this is Welby Pierce. I'm the lead pastor of Hope Rising Church. I want to thank you for listening today. I hope it inspires you, hope it builds your faith, and hope it gives you perspective to see how God is moving in your life. I hope you enjoy the message. Man, we love worshiping Jesus at the, in this house. And um, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful for good music, good worship. Man, it was like one of those things when we started this church a year ago, I said, man, we ain't gonna have bad music. I don't care. Like, you know, I don't care if we gotta play a YouTube video, you know, but we're not gonna have bad music. And so come on, get up for our, our worship team, our tech team <clears throat> that really strive really hard to make it happen each and every week. Man, I'm thankful for that. Uh, last week, last week we celebrated one year. Come on. <clears throat> You may, you may not know or be aware, but uh, we, we, you know, I don't know if we can say we're a new church anymore, but uh, this last Sunday was, was one year for us. We, we've made the mark, and uh, man, I just, so many good things. My, my buddy Jason Spears came and spoke last week. Uh, he's actually one of our overseers as well, and he said, man, he goes, y'all's worship uh, for your size church right now is amazing. He said, yeah, he said, he said, man, I, he's preached all over the world, big churches, small churches, whatever. He said, man, he goes, y'all's worship, it, it's, it's, um, it's really good. So uh, keep that up. And he says, nobody at your size has worship like you do. So uh, let's keep it going, amen. And so, so, man, we just had a party last week, so excited. And um, today we, Super Bowl Sunday, baby. Come on. Like, I was expecting, like, more, more jerseys. Now, I, I, see, I see some of my homies over here. Come on, some Texas fans. I thought I was going to see a little bit more Dallas fans because, yeah, you're making noise, but, but you didn't wear all your jerseys. I was really disappointed, but it's all right. And so, hey, on the count of three, I want you to tell me who you think is going to win tonight, all right? Who you're rooting for. All right, Patriots or Rams. One, two, three. Man, I don't know. I could have sworn I heard somebody say, I don't care. <laughs> and so, uh, but I, I, I really, you know, here, here's my dilemma. Can I, can I be for real? My dilemma is uh, one of my early picks in the season, I said, man, Rams are going to be a team to watch out for because their offseason was like incredible with the, all the people they picked up and stuff. And, uh, but I have a hard time going against the goat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, some of y'all are like, the goat, animals. Thought this was football. <laughs> so, uh, like, you know, it's, it's hard to go against Tom Brady. So I, I, I have not actually decided who I'm going to go for. I'm going to wait till about 5.29, and, and then I'm just going to go for it. And so I guess ultimately I don't really care. I just want to see a good game. So anyways, hope you have uh, a good time tonight watching some football. And, hey, one other cool thing uh, we just released uh, this past week. I believe was, do we have some podcast up now? Uh, and so <clears throat> we're working, we are working on, yes, let's go, come on. And so we are, we are working on putting all of our stuff up that we've had over this the course of this past year, but uh, we do have some of the most recent ones up. Uh, I believe it's on every platform uh, as far as iTunes, Google Play, I don't know what else. Um, Ace, my man, made it happen. So it should be anything that you can listen on a podcast. He's got you covered. And so you should be able to listen to that. And so, man, I'm excited about that. So if you miss a Sunday, you can always go back and, and listen online. So typically they get posted on Monday or Tuesday of that week, the following week. So just uh, there it is. Love for you to check that out. And, hey, we are in our last, our very last uh, Sunday of our series called Made for more. Can you say that with me? Made for more. That's right. So, so I don't know about you, but God has made you and me some promises. Aren't you glad that God's made us some promises? And we've been talking specifically about these four foundational promises that God has given us, these eternal uh, promises. And we know they're eternal. We know they're universal. We, we know that they're timeless because they keep on showing up, not just in scripture, but they show up in our own very lives. And, and there are these promises that God has for you. And you need to know these promises and you need to pursue 
after these promises. And what a tragedy it would be if you showed up in heaven and like you made heaven and, and that's great. But what if you showed up and you realized that, that there was so much more that God had for you to live on this earth? I think one of the things that this kind of just God has placed inside of me is that that, I, that we really want this to be a year of more. I don't know about you, but I, I'm tired of scraping by in life. Anybody tired of scraping by in life? No, not just financially, but like emotionally or physically. Like, like I'm tired of just kind of scraping by. Man, I want to see God do some amazing things. Man, I want to walk around and be like, hey, baby, favor ain't fair, you know? And so, you know, I'm, I'm God's favorite. And, and seeing God show up, I said it this week, you know, like, you know, like when you're in a parking lot, and it's packed and you roll up in it and someone pulls out of that front parking spot and, you, and you're like, oh, that's mine, right? And you just walk around like, like hey, baby, you like this swag going on. You're like, favor ain't fair. I'm God's favorite. Let's go, all right? I'm talking about that kind of year where we, when you look back at the end of this year, you're like, 2019 was a year to remember. Like, I'm not talking about 2020. I'm talking about this year. Like 2018, it might've been a good year, but it's over. And now is the time. Now is the season. So, um, man, I just, I'm telling you, God's got so much for you and I. Let's, let's, not make, not, let's not just make heaven, but let's, let's make heaven here on earth and let's see God do some amazing things. Amen? And so we've been talking about this whole issue of Passover and, and, and God decided to put these four truths into this Jewish celebration called Passover. I don't have a whole lot of time to go into that, but, but the Israelites were, where um, God wanted them to be released. And so uh, they were released and they, the Red Sea parted and they went through the Red Sea and all this stuff. But there was this, this angel, this death angel that would go through the town right before they were released. And, if, and the instruction was put the blood of the lamb over the doorpost of your house. And as you did that, in, in the middle of the night, as the death angel came, your family and your, your firstborn and your first, uh, even firstborn animals would be saved as long as the blood of the lamb was over the doorposts of your home. And so we get this celebration, this event that is called Passover. And, and what we discover is that Jesus actually came to fulfill Passover. First Corinthians tells us that Christ is the Passover lamb. And here's the beauty of it all, that none of these promises can be fulfilled outside of a relationship with Jesus. These four promises we've been talking about, they can't be fulfilled unless Jesus is on your side. This passage, we're gonna read it in just a second, is referred to the I wills. Jewish, the Jewish culture, Jewish people you would find is, these are the four I wills, these four promises that God made the children of Israel as they were coming out of captivity. And so Exodus 6, why don't you read with me in verse 6. If you don't have a Bible, it's okay. Uh, it'll be on the screen behind me. It says this, Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out. I don't know about you, but there's some things that I need God. I needed God to bring me out from. That I needed God's salvation. I needed His hand to bring me out. He said, "I'll bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians, and I will free you from being slaves to them." He He will free you, and it it kind of sounds like the same thing, but it, it's different. It's not just bringing you out; it's bringing freedom to your life. You're gonna walk in this new freedom that you have. These things that were keeping you back. Uh, in your past, these things that have been holding you back, addictions or whatever. No, I'm going to free you from being slaves to those things. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. So let's look at these four cups for a moment as we begin. We talked about the cup of sanctification and, and we, would, we would know that this would be a cup that was had at the Passover that would represent sal uh, salvation, but we try to fulfill this cup here at Hope Rising with our weekend services. This is what we do. Our weekend services, man, this is the, this is the cup of, of sanctification. Like, like we, we have church uh, for, for not just church people, but we have church for people that don't know Jesus. 
I want you to know that every Sunday we expect people that don't know Jesus to come into this place. This is a place where you can belong before you believe. This is a place where you might have some stuff on the inside of you that's, you got some dirty laundry. You know what? It's cool. We're gonna walk through life with you. Hey, we'll stink with you. We'll do whatever it takes, but you can come into this place and not have to front like you got it all together. In fact, if you do have it all together, we're in trouble because nobody else does here, okay? Like, like, look to your neighbor and say, you jacked up, homie, all right? Like, you're jacked up. We're all jacked up, all right? Like, don't, don't try to play. Don't try to front. You, you got problems. I got problems. We got that. But we, we just don't have church for church people. Like, we, heard, we hope you enjoy it if you're a church person. Like, if you come every week, man, we hope, we hope you're loving it each and every week and you're excited to bring new people and, and excited to bring and tell people what God's doing here at church and in and through your lives. But this is a celebration, this is a celebration of what God has done all week long. Like, like we've been doing life together all week long and, 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 and doing, doing what we do. But when we come to Sunday, we celebrate. We celebrate the goodness of God and who he is. And, and we, we, we partake of this cup of sanctification. That's why we do, that's why we have coffee out in the front. That's why we have photo booths like all the time for every event that we possibly could have. We make up events just so we can have a photo booth. I don't know. You know, like, like we, we do things so, so people can enjoy church. I don't know about you, but you know, there's times where I grew up where I'm like, man, I, I, don't, I don't enjoy church. It's boring. It's awful. There's the mean old lady, right? Like, like just the list, the list goes on, right? Come on, how many know the mean old lady that you, you know, was in, come on, thank you. Somebody's honest, all right. And so how many were them? No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's why we do, that's why we, the music we choose. That's why we don't have, I know our music's not soft, but it's cool. We got earplugs if you need earplugs. It's all right, like, like for real. But, but we know people are going to concerts that are much louder than this. And we're going to worship God. We're going to worship him loud. Loud and proud. There ain't nothing we're ashamed of here, man. We want to hear him. Let him hear us all the way to 290. Let's go. Come on. A hundred, a total of 103 people over these past 12 months have said yes to Jesus, have partaken of this cup. That's why we do what we do. Come on, 103 people. That's something to celebrate with here. Man, I'm so excited. Even our son, our little four-year-old Corbin. We hadn't, I hadn't shared this, and I, I really don't have time to go into it, but we were, we were putting him in bed one night, and Kristen was reading him a Bible story of David and Goliath. And she was like, you know, he's like, Mama, how come, how come Goliath doesn't have God in his heart? She was like, well, he just doesn't. He didn't, you know, he just, he never asked Jesus into his heart. And, and Corbin goes, well, well, I got Jesus. And, and Kristen was like, well, you know, you've never really asked him into your heart to be your savior. And he goes, well, I want to ask him in my heart to be my savior. And I was like, so she brought me in there. And I got to pray with my son, and it's about three, four weeks ago or something like that. I got to lead him to the Lord, uh, four years old. Man, I, I'm so excited. Come on. That's so good when you get to lead your children to the Lord. And uh, I'm like, I dedicated him long ago. So, Lord, he's yours. He is yours. How many know sometimes you remind the Lord, Lord, they're your kids. They're your kids. I'm just saying. So the second cup, we've talked about this cup of deliverance and kind of answers this question, where, where, am I, where am I going to be free? How am I going to get help with all my problems? I don't know about you, but we, we, we need some help sometimes. And, and we talk about finding freedom. This, is, this, this cup, as we partake it, is finding freedom. And, and we do this in the context of our Hope Rising groups, man. It's so good. Our, we, listen, we got 13 groups. It just started, uh, just started this past week. If you're not in a group, you need to find a group. Go on our website, myhoperising.co, shameless plug, and, and get on there. Find a group that fits you, fits a time for you. Man, we got all kinds of groups going on. I got a couple of, of photos. This first one was just last night. Uh, we took over an entire restaurant with our church people just hanging out. And so uh, I, it was at Flipping Patties. Come on, Flipping. Anybody eating flip, some Flipping Patties? All right, dude, it's amazing. So good. And so they posted that picture last night. I mean, literally, I don't even know how many people were there, but let's just, it was about 30 people that were there last night hanging out and, and just loving life, doing life together. And then we have a, one of the other groups we have is a gun group. And so uh, it's, one, it's once a month because it gets kind of expensive. And so we do this once a month. And this was the first group that was there. 
uh, on, a, I think it's on Sundays. And then, and so right there, come on, girl power, where, where my lady's at. And then, and then I love this one. Look, look at this one. So, so you got hope. This is one of our Hope Rising hoodies, and it, it, it says hope on the back. And, and I thought, yeah, hope you don't break into my house because I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> and so, so good. Uh, but, we, man, we've got all kinds of groups, man, so we would love to do life with you. Uh, some of them are, are, are strictly studying the Bible. Uh, some of them are food groups. But what, what makes our groups different is that we always bring a, a spiritual element into it. It's just not a, a fan club. It's just not just, just a bunch of friends hanging out, although they are friends hanging out. We always bring, even if it's a fun group like eating out, we want to bring that element where, hey, let's come together for a moment and making sure that uh, we are, uh, are, are praying for one another and just making sure we're okay. So, uh, man, join one of those. So this third cup we talked about, was this cup of redemption, the cup of redemption. This, this word redemption would, could be defined and remembered to, to put you back to your original intent, the way God designed you. And, and we do this at our church through growth track. And man, we, we want you to discover your purpose. Man, there's, there's nothing better in life when you discover your purpose, why you exist, why you're here on this earth. And listen, I just, I just need you to give me four Sundays, all right? Growth track is every Sunday right after church. Like right after we're done here, we'll actually be right down this hallway, right past the restrooms, four Sundays. This is step one. It's a perfect one to get involved with today. All right, get in there. Uh, we're gonna start telling you who we are, what we're about, how we flow a little bit, and we'd love for you to be a part. We'll feed you, man, we'll feed you lunch. If you've got kids, we're gonna feed your kids. Also, we'll take care of them uh, while, while you're over there with us. We'd love for you for... Just it, it, today's about an hour right after service. Uh, join us. We'd love for you to be in growth track. Just give me four Sundays. I promise you, it's not the end all, but it's just the beginning of what God wants to do in your life. And then this is the one we're going to talk about today. But this cup of praise. He's the fourth cup is, and we're going to talk more about it in a minute. But the cup of praise, and this is making a difference. And we see we see this played out by our dream team. Man, I'm so thankful for our dream team. Is it okay if I honor our dream team for a moment? Man, our, our dream team, man, they, they, they make it happen each and every week. I'm so thankful for them. Some of you, they, they walked in and, and you got a Coke or a water as you walked in and, and they were wiping that Coke down for you. I mean, we're trying to give you that Ritz-Carlton type of, uh, you know, just Ritz, Ritz, Ritz-Carlton, is that right? Yeah, the Ritz, right? So we're trying to give you that experience, man. We're trying to give you like the five-star experience. You're just not somebody. You may be here every week or you may be a guest today, but you're not just somebody. You're God's favorite. You're made in the image of God and we wanna honor you and we wanna take care of you the best that we can. And so our dream team does an amazing job. Man, we're even gonna, we're gonna party with our dream team uh, this Friday. That's another reason why you need to get on that dream team. And so get on that dream team, man. We're gonna be partying, uh, celebrating all that God done this whole year, uh, and it's going to be so good. So uh, we find this played out in our church through the cup of praise, through our dream team. And so I want to tell you this statement, that God always intended for you to live a life of fulfillment. God always intended for you to live a life of fulfillment. The problem is, is that many people have settled for way less. A lot of us settle for way less. I mean, just take the Dallas Cowboys, for example. I mean, they still got Jason Garrett. I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know it's Super Bowl Sunday. You know I'll throw some jabs at my Cowboy fans. Come on, come on, come on. They about to, they about to walk out. Sorry, it's all right. They know it's true, but it still hurts. And so that's uh, okay. You can say some mean things about the Texans, but I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? So, but we all settle for way less sometimes. Why? You know, in, in, in John 10, 10, it says this, get this, it says, the thief's purpose is to what? To steal, kill, and destroy, right? He, he's gonna do whatever he can to mess you up, to trip you up, to, to, to push you down. But my purpose, God's purpose, is to give you life in all, say that last word, in all of its fullness, right? He's come to give you life in all of its fullness. Then, then, then why don't we? Why don't we live a life to its fullness, this, this life of fulfillment? Why are we settling for less? I don't know about you, but I get tired of mediocrity. Like, I don't like mediocrity. Like, if you're gonna do something, let's, like, let's do it, right? 
Let's do it right. One of, my, one of the things that, that Jason said last week when he was here, he said, man, he said, you guys really strive for excellence and it shows. And I was like, man, we're gonna, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do our best to do it right. And so there's three reasons why we settle for less, but you need to know that the four cups are the solutions to these three problems. Three things why we settle for less. The first one is we let our past cripple us. We let our past cripple us. We might have our sins forgiven. That's good. Going to heaven. But we have this devil who continually reminds us of our past. You ever been there? Like, I'm going, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to make it. But man, there's something that just continues to nag at me, continue to jab at me because of my past. It's like, it's like driving in a car. You're moving forward, but you're looking through the, the rear view mirror. I don't know about you, but if you've ever tried to go forward with looking in the rear view mirror for too long, that's an accident waiting to happen. There's a collision in life that's about to happen. No, we're not gonna look in the rear view mirror. We're gonna look through the windshield. We're not gonna look back behind us. No, we're gonna look forward to all that God has for us in our future. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, I need a couple of volunteers. David, come on, bro. Come on, come on here. Come up here. I need, welcome. Ed? Come on. Yeah, come on. Come and get up on stage. Come on. Come on. You got the, you can walk through there if you want. Or you can come on. Which, whatever you got, homie. Come on. I know you are, but you can do this. Right in two, three. He said he was old. I said, I got you. All right. So, uh, David, come on here, man. You just hold on to that for a minute. Ed, you stay over here, man. All right, you hold on to this, all right? So this is what, okay? So throw me one of those. Just take one throw, throw it, yeah, all right? All right? Life starts to happen, and we start collecting hurts. Throw me another one. Pains. Addictions. We got divorced. Can't even catch. That's okay. We don't make enough money. We don't drive the car or the truck that we'd like to, but God's gonna send that F-250. Um, <laughs> you have a broken relationship with your kids. You got laid off and you don't know how you're going to pay your mortgage next month. You went to college for one thing, but you can't get hired for the thing that you went for. In fact, you can't even find a job. And we start collecting all of these hurts, unforgiveness, bitterness. <laughs> and what happens is we, we carry it around, tight to the chest, no, stay there again. <laughs> and, and, and God is over here wanting to bless you with more, wanting to bless you with, with greater. And so when God is ready to, to bless you with greater, kind of toss that to me. Don't throw too hard. <laughs> Go ahead. I can't catch it because my hands are full. Can't catch it. And what God wants to do is for you to give all of this, hold up, to him, my pain, insecurities, unforgiveness, my bitterness, my hurt, my pain, whatever it is, God wants you to give that. So when he's ready, oh, I got more. I, I didn't even know I had more. Some of you, some of you, that's gonna preach. Some of you got some stuff in your life you don't even know you had. But when you give your life to Jesus, he'll reveal some things to you. Come on, I could preach out of anything. Come on. And so when you're ready and God said, I got more for you. I got something in your life that, that you've been looking for. You've been looking for it in a person. You've been looking for it through sex or pornography or there's addiction through drugs, but I got more for you. And so now that you've gotten rid of all of that, now when I'm ready to bless you with more, you could take it, baby. You can run. You can make it happen. Come on, come on, boom, right? And you can make it happen. Come on, God's got more for you and for me. We just got to get rid of some of the stuff that holds us back and know that he's got greater. He's more that God has got for us. Amen? 
And man, all right, let me do this. So help me out, guys. All right, so hey, some of you, take, take some of these and let it be a reminder. Let it be a reminder that God's got more, all right? David, throw, this, throw some of them, dog. All right, throw some. Ooh, right there. <laughs> good thing it wasn't the hard one. Okay, throw some, Ed, you're good. Come on. <sighs> one more over there. Perfect, perfect. All right, let this be a reminder that God's got more for you, all right? Awesome, give it up for these fellas. Awesome, awesome. You can walk down the stairs if you'd like, Ed, you're okay. (laughs) God's got more. He's got more. Boom. We let the past cripple us. I mean, Tom Brady, he could have let, oh, sorry, sorry. I can already tell. It's a tough crowd. <laughs> he could have been upset. Got picked in the sixth round. Pick number 199. I mean, he could have been really, really upset. Could have blamed others, but he decided to seize the moment. When it drew blood, so went down. Tom stepped in and never look back. Literally, like whether you like them or you don't, literally the best quarterback probably of all time. They don't refer to him as the GOAT for no reason. It's one of the purposes why we, why we started this church, that, that you wouldn't let your past define you. You, that, that, you know what? We all got a past. We all got some things that we can hold on to. We all have some hurts and we all have the struggles. Like, like it's life and life isn't always fair and it's not always fun. But, but we wanted people to say, hey, this may have happened and this may be who I used to be, but this is who God is now in me. And because of him, because of his, by his stripes, I am healed. Because he died for me on a cross, because greater is he that's within me than he that's within this world, I can face today. I can face tomorrow, not letting our past define who we are. In Psalms 38, it says, my guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear, for I am bowed down and brought low. And that's what the devil does. He wants, to, he wants to push you down. He wants to keep you low. He wants to keep you insecure. He wants to keep you down because of what maybe you've done before. But you can solve this by cup too and find freedom. Getting into a group. Second thing is this, is we let culture define us. Check this video out. How do you get it that wrong that quickly if the case is that it's just never going to work for God? I don't know, because the truth of the matter is I think they knew they had it wrong much more quickly than we are willing and they are willing to admit. Based on information, that's exactly accurate. Last summer. Yeah. Last summer, they knew. Like the the Rams have made a colossal mistake. They, They messed this pick up, Colin. No one wants to say it. But it's a tremendous blunder on the organization for this team to move from St. Louis and to be here in L.A. and the fans to be yelling, we want golf. Tom Brady's just about done. It could be his next game he plays. It could be a year from now. But he is going to fall off a cliff. Tom Brady is going to be a bum in short order. Are we watching Brady fall off the cliff? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. (laughs) The bully's house, you get the stop beat idea. We saw a weak team, the New England Patriots. Let's face it, they're not good anymore. <laughs> that was a couple years ago. Falling off the cliff. The Pats are done. McVay, he's too young as a coach, doesn't know what he's doing. Now they got this guy named Goff, and he's horrible. And then just like a year or two later, here they are, the Rams in the Super Bowl. The Patriots washed up and done found a way to make it into the Super Bowl for like the hundredth time. Like they keep on finding a way. Could somebody please beat the Patriots? Thank you. I guess I'm going for the Rams, all right? I guess that, that, just, that just solidified it. If you're listening to the critics, you'll start running a play, but it's not gonna be God's playbook. What would have happened if they would have listened to the critics? They probably wouldn't be where they're at today. 
I know they would have had to switch out some pieces and, and they may not even be in the Super Bowl. They may not even make the playoffs. The question is, is are you living the playbook God has written for you? Are you living the playbook God has written for you? A lot of people would say no. Like if you're being really honest with yourself, a lot of us might would say, no, I'm really not. Then this question would follow. Well, then whose playbook are you running? Because you would either be running the devil's playbook or you would be lured away by a counterfeit. One that you thought would make you happy. It wasn't God. God's best for you. But we say, well, culture made me do it. Culture made it look good. You tried success. You tried fame. You tried climbing the corporate ladder. You tried having the right type of friends around you, but you still felt empty. Then it usually is because we are trying to please man and not God. See, culture is constantly lying to us, trying to redefine you and me. Culture is constantly trying to redefine what we think and who we are. And he's doing it today. The enemy's doing it today. He's trying it in society right now. Redefining marriage, trying to redefine relationships, everything about it. He's trying to redefine what we think and how we feel about this to create so much confusion that we never, ever find God's playbook for our lives. If he could just confuse us, if he could just divert us, if we can just exchange the truth for a counterfeit and lure us away, his job will be done. Galatians 1.10 says, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I, I would not be a servant of Christ. Listen, you can't, you can't please man and God. And if you got to choose one, choose God. Like if you can't please, like make everybody happy, let, let, let's worry about them later. God will take care of it. You work and please God himself. Amen? Amen. This is the third cup. Discovering your purpose, why you exist. The devil wants to trip you up and make sure you don't know your purpose. But I'm telling you, discover your purpose. Get in growth track if you've not done growth track with us yet. Why are you created to be on this planet? It'll ask or answer that question. Thirdly is this, we try to do it all alone. Do you know you weren't meant to do life alone? In fact, you'll never be as effective as you could be until you start making a difference with others. You wanna know why you need others? Check this out. Kendall, ball is loose. Mm. Recovered it Missed that tackle. Acho comes up with the ball as Kendall jars it out of Potts' hands. for all the people who have been wondering where Sergio Kendall has been. Check this. Check the replay out. Watch the tackle miss. Misses. Whoop. Right by Hello, Susan. Bam. the young man that they felt could replace Brian Arakpo. He moved from linebacker to defensive end. Look at the speed and the acceleration to get right by win. Uh, oh. The ball loose and the helmet loose. Be blessed. All right. Sorry if you're uh, a tech fan. Sorry. Um, but uh, <laughs> if you're a Longhorn fan, you love it. I asked Dakota to get this for me. All right. And I was like, really, really, really. So be blessed. But anyways, hey, you could, you could try and be a quarterback and not have a front line, not have an O-line. But how do you know when that O-line misses, ah, you feel it. How many see that replay? The last replay, like he got a hit. He was like, <laughs> his helmet came off. Like, I don't know about you, but he probably didn't know where he was at for a moment uh, when that happened. <laughs> Why? Because you can't do life alone. Because people, I, I get it. Like you're like, well, I can too. And the reason why you say, no, I can't do life alone. Because you're like, well, people are a pain. 
a pain in my backside. Like, I, I don't like people. And that's the devil trying to influence you. That's his plan for the relationships in your life. No, I don't need people. I'm gonna give them the Heisman. Like, stay away. Like, I don't want people in my life. That's why he tries to destroy your marriage because he wants you to do life alone. And you never feel fulfilled living life alone, ever. Ecclesiastes 4.8 says, there was a man all, what? All alone. He had neither son nor brother. He had no family, living life alone. There was no end to his toil, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. This is a man who, who had no family and he worked long hours, but no matter how much money he still had, he was still not satisfied. Why? Because he was a man that was all alone. And cup four solves this, making a difference with others. Going back to our, our root text, Exodus 6, 7 says, I will take you as my own people, God said, and I will be your God. I will take you as my own people and I will be your God. You see, you finding a family, you finding a church, you being a part of a team, it's imperative for you so you make a difference. You see, ultimate fulfillment comes when you're a part of a family and making a difference because God is on your side. I don't know about you, but I want God to be on my side. I want God to be on my side and I want to be on God's side. So, so how do we drink from it? How do we drink from this cup? Because all other cups lead to this. As you study the Passover, everything leads to, to this fourth cup, making a difference. It's why we exist. So people far from God experience new life in Christ and we go and make a difference together. There's something inside of us that says that I was made for more. I believe there's something inside of us that says, hey, hey, Pastor Welby, like, no matter where I'm at, there's something inside that says I was made for more. You see, before Jesus entered into our life, there's something that says, maybe I'm addicted. Maybe, maybe there's, some, there's an emptiness inside of me and I'm trying to fulfill it with other things, but it's not working. There's something that says there's more and you're right, there is more. Our desire is that you would know God. Maybe you're here and you've never said yes to Jesus, but today is your day. Maybe you said it for the first time right before communion. Today is your day that you would know God and the void of your life would be filled with who he is. He is, amen? But we just don't stop there. We say there must be more. There must be more to this life than, than just saying yes to Jesus. Although saying yes to Jesus is the best thing that you could ever, ever do or say. We say there must be more. There, you're right, there is more. God wants you to experience freedom. God wants you not just to be saved and, 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 and set free. He wants you to be delivered. He wants you to walk through this freedom with other people. Salvation comes instantly. Jesus, come into my heart, be my savior. He says, boom, I got you, boo. Like, I got you. It's all right, but this freedom thing that we walk out with kind of takes a little bit of time. And we walk it out through our groups. Confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. And we find that this part takes a little bit of time because we've got habits and we've got things that we're used to doing. And so we find this salvation, which we need so desperately, that we don't work for it. We can't earn it. He gave it through his son, Jesus, freely. But as we find freedom, we walk this out with other people. But there's still something that says, I was made for more. Why was I put on this earth? And we begin to discover our purpose and, and we start serving others by making a difference. And we're, we're, we're around a team that studies show that the, most, that the happiest people on this planet are those that are serving others. And this is what it begins with. It begins with a calling. It begins with a calling. You have to realize that you're a part of this. And it only happens 
if you help us run the play. If you open up the playbook and you run the play with us. So start saying it. I'm called. I'm called. I've got a call of God on my life. Oh, it may not be on this stage, but you got a call of God on your life. You look yourself in the mirror and say, man, I don't feel it today, but I'm called. I'm called to make a difference. I'm called to do something great. I may not know what it is, but I'm going to seek you and I'm going to discover my purpose and I'm going to walk this thing out. I'm called. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Nick and Kaylin to come up. Y'all get it for Nick and Kaylin if you would. <laughs> Nick and Kaylin, this is a, this is a, a, a cool moment. It's a sad moment, but all in the same token. It's a great couple right here. Yeah. Look at little, little Nick Jr. right there. Come on. How, how, how many months? Three, two, three, three. Three months old. So good. Well, it was, it was about 13 months ago where Trace, our worship, our worship director, was... was at Guitar Center, and were you working there yet? Or you're, you're, he was working there, and uh, we were like in high recruit mode. We were like, man, we need a band. Like, we need some people to play. Like, we don't want to do YouTube, but we will if we have to. And, and so they just started talking to, to Nick, and, and said, hey, we're starting a church, starting about a month, man. We, we need some guitar players, man. And so uh, they like Trace and all this craziness. And they're like, all right, we think we can hang, but we need to, we need to meet your pastor first, like make sure he's not too crazy. And so, uh, so we went to dinner and just kind of shared a heart and where we're at and, our, and, and the life that what we see as our church. And man, they bought in. Man, they bought in from the moment we, we talked to them. They may have been bought in before that. I don't know when they talked to Trace, but but before you, you saw any of this and before you heard any of this and before they even really knew us that well or, or, or knew the culture we were really trying to, to, to bring to the table, they said, yes, we wanna make a difference. One of our things is that you would discover your purpose and, and you would make a difference that we've been talking about. And so over the past year or year or two, Nick's been studying uh, to, to go be a youth pastor and, and ministry is on his heart and, and, and wants to make a difference in the lives of students. And, and I want you to know, we're, gonna, we're celebrating today. This is actually their last Sunday uh, because they are going to Louisiana to go be youth pastors uh, close to their, or in the town you kind of grew up in or close by, close by. And, uh, and they, man, they just got a little baby boy. And how many know being a little closer to family sure does make that a little easier. And, and, and I, I want to pray for them, but I, I want to celebrate what God is doing because, because they are an example of why, what we do, why we do it. We, we're not going to hang on to everybody. We get it. But what we're going to do is say, we're going to believe the best in you. And we want you to discover your purpose. And as you discover your purpose, if, whether it's here or in Louisiana or in Africa, you're going to go and you're going to make a difference, right? Go make a difference. Like whatever it is, like, like this is the call of God on your life. And whatever it looks, they may be working at, at HP or maybe, maybe working for the Texans. Come on, somebody. And so uh, whatever it is, Go and make a difference. And this couple is going to make a difference in the lives of students, teenagers. And man, we are excited for them and we celebrate what God is doing in their lives. And so I just want to pray for you guys. I want to pray for y'all and let you know that, that, that we love y'all and we believe in you. And, and I, I know you guys have given your hearts, your blood, sweat, and tears. He, he's, our, he's been our music director. He's like, he's in the microphone kind of telling the band what to do sometimes. And uh, he, he's, he's been uh, creating all the tracks, that, some of the stuff that we use. And, and he's been highly instrumental in, in, the, in the foundation of this church. Babe, I'm gonna ask you to come, come to you. I want, to, I want us to pray for them, but we want to uh, we want to pray for you. Would you just stretch a hand? towards them, yeah. Tessa, you can go ahead. Go ahead and start playing. But let's pray, Lord, we love you. Lord, I thank you for this family. I thank you for their faithfulness. I thank you for their heart. I thank you, Lord, not just their heart for this house, Lord, but heart for you, heart to serve you and to say yes to you. And Lord, I know that you're gonna do great things in them. Lord, we pray today, Lord, even though it's, 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 it's a little sad for us, but God, I'm, I'm rejoicing more than anything because 
Here's a couple that, that has discovered their purpose and they know why they, you've created them and, and they're stepping into that to go make a difference. God, he, he just don't, just not gonna go speak or talk in a microphone. No, he, every time he speaks, it's gonna come from your heart and, 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 and who you are, the, just straight from, the, from your heart. The words of God would flow through him. God, he just doesn't play a guitar. No, no, God, he plays a guitar with all of his might, his soul's strength, God, so that, so that he can glorify you and lead people into your presence. God, we just don't, we just don't take care of kids or high five people or smile or follow up and have lunches with people. Although it's nice, now we do it because you've called us for the greater good. And so Lord, I pray today that your anointing would rest on this couple, that it would flow in and through them. God, they would ever, forever remember that you are with them, that you'll do exceedingly abundantly more than they could ever ask or think. Lord, we thank you for him. We thank you for him. We couldn't be where we're at today if it wasn't for this family that you sent us. So Lord, I pray you bless them. Lord, I pray you bless them spiritually. Lord, I pray that you would reveal yourself to them in ways they never thought possible. God, dreams that are in the inside of them that maybe they've never even mentioned to anybody. Let those dreams come alive inside of them, Lord. Let, let those passions and, and those things that, that they have thought of and dreamt of and talked about, Lord, let those things come alive inside of them, God. I pray that you would send people in their path like you did them for us that, that would help them and believe in them. And, and Lord, give blood, sweat, and tears for them, God, that they would wake up early and people that would stay up late for them, God, that, that they would make it happen so people far from God experience new life in Christ, that teenagers' life, that the tra trajectory of who they are and where they're going would be changed changed forever because of their lives, God. I pray that you would bless them financially. Though they wouldn't try to figure it all out on their own, but God, that you would be their source and their strength. Lord, bless their marriage. Let their lives be an example of who you are. In Jesus' mighty name, and I pray you bless that church. Lord, let them, let them bless the socks off that church. Let them, when they show up, let them, let them have a favor that they don't deserve, God. Let them have a favor that they shouldn't have, but let them walk on it, God. Lord, with their head held high. Lord, Lord and they, they may not say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. But you just, you just may think to yourself, favor ain't fair, baby, but I got it. And I'm gonna walk in it. And I'm gonna know that God is goddess and God is for me. And he's got great other plans that he has for me. Lord, and I pray for little Nick Jr. that you would touch him, God. Lord, he doesn't even know what he's getting into. But great are the plans that you have for this young man. And I pray that you use Nick and Kaylin to lead him and guide him. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, can we give it up for this family? I'm sure you love y'all. Y'all are amazing. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. I won't kiss you on stage. <laughs> love y'all. So good, so good. I have a whole lot, but I need to stop. If you're taking notes, just write this down. I want to make a difference. Put it in your phone, write it down. I want to make a difference doing something that makes a difference with people who want to make a difference. I want to make a difference doing something that makes a difference with people who want to make a difference. You'll never be happy until you're doing something that makes a difference with a group of people that are making a difference. Talk to any dream teamer here. Say, man, you show up at seven o'clock? Yeah, we sure do. Why? So we can experience the Lord like this. God is in this place. And these four cups we've talked about, they're the key to unlocking your God-given potential. That we would know God, that we'd find freedom, we discover our purpose, 
that we would make a difference. For I am the Lord and I will bring you out. I will free you. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment and I will take you as my own people. Right now they're gonna pass out, they're gonna pass out some keys, some keys to you. And on this key, we had it engraved, it says more. Because we're made from more. And we believe that as we, we discover these promises that God has given us, as we live it out, let this be a reminder for you that you were made for more. Let it be a reminder when things are tight or things aren't good, that God has more for you. You, you may wanna put this on your key ring. You may wanna wear it around your neck as a necklace. I want you to know we've got, we've got chains for you. It's just go by the Connect booth and get a chain, it's free. We'd love to give you one if you want it as a necklace. Maybe you wanna put it somewhere at home where, you, where you're always constantly reminded of, I was made for more, that, that he will do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or think. Let that be what resonates in your heart and in your life this year. I won't pray for you. Once you take your key, let's kind of hold it up to the Lord. Almost everybody have a key, we're almost there. I'll wait till you have one. Hold, hold your key up if you would. Let's just pray. Lord, we know there's something just deep down inside of us that says we were made for more. And so I pray, like your word says, you'll do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or think. Let this be a year that we're reminded of your faithfulness, your goodness. A year not to, not to get more just for the sake of having more, but God, that you would do some things in us where we could say, if not but for God. And God, that we wouldn't take the blessings and just use them for ourselves, but we would go and make a difference with the more that you bring into our lives. Lord, let your light shine through us so bright that other people would look and say, man, look at them, man. Favor must not be fair. There's something about their life that, that is shining and, and glowing. And, and I just see them making a difference in, in their community and in their lives. Lord, Lord let, us, let us go and be a people that were made for more. Let the God-given potential that you've placed on the inside of us be unlocked. Lord, not, not, not tomorrow, not next month, but Lord, let it begin to unlock today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us on the Hope Rising podcast. Visit us online at myhoperising.co. If you're in the Cypress, Texas area, we would love to connect with you on Sundays, 10 a.m. at Spillane Middle School. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful week.